what better place to bring people than to South Dakota to do a pheasant hunt? You don't have to get up super early. It's not super physical. It's just a perfect hunt to get people started in the outdoors. And it's a wonderful experience to do together as a family. Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing in the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your host, coming to you from the Lance Chuck Camper Mobile Podcast Studio, Master Captain Angie Scott. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast. This week, we're continuing on with our fall hunting theme, uh, but this time with a brand new episode, and I'm excited to welcome back to the show my special guest, Melissa Bachman. Melissa, welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me back on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, man. It, I, I looked it up, and the, the last time you were on the show, it was way back on episode 70, and now we're up to over 260 episodes, so it's been a well, little congratulations while. congratulations <laughs> to you. That's awesome. Yeah. You've done a fabulous job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, we talked about bow fishing last time around, um, but mm-hmm. this time I want to talk about pheasant hunting um, in South Dakota, which is where you're based, right? Yes, it is. I absolutely love South Dakota and we love pheasant hunters here. We're from a small community and pheasant hunting is really the heart of the whole area. So we love it. Awesome. Well, before we get into that, I do want to just kind of take a moment for you to give listeners a little background on yourself and your TV show. Um, I, some, you know, may not be aware. I think most people know who you are, but um, if, if they didn't listen, you know, way back on episode <laughs> 70, um, if you wouldn't mind, just give people a little bit of background and talk about your show, Deadly Passion. Yeah. So um, my name is Melissa Bachman. I've had the show Winchester Deadly Passion. I'm filming for season 12, I believe, right now. Um, Sometimes you lose track. It's somewhere (laughs) right in there. Um, But, uh, you know, ever since I was a little girl, my dream was to hunt. That's all I ever wanted to do. I grew up in central Minnesota, and I had mom and dad who both hunted all the time. We fished. We did everything outdoors together. And I just wanted to find a way to hunt and fish every single day of my life. That was my goal. I never wanted to have a television show, nothing like that. I just wanted to do that because that was really my passion. And I went to college. I got a double major in television production and Spanish, came out looking for a job. And, of course, nobody would hire me. (laughs) Um, I actually sent out 74 resume reels trying to get hired, and I got 74 no's. Not one person was interested. And I wasn't even trying to get, like, an on-camera job. I was literally just trying to be, like, a producer, an editor. That's what my background was. And my goal was always to, you know, kind of go in the back door, learn all those things, get your foot in the door, and then work your way on camera. And uh, nobody still wanted me. So I actually offered to work for free. And I was an unpaid intern driving 150 miles a day back and forth uh, to go work for free to get my foot in the door. Um, I did that for four months. And after that, they hired me. And I actually became a producer and an editor there for four years. Um, After that, I actually started doing more and more on camera um, just because I would do the work on my free time and then give them the stuff for free. So that was kind of the whole basis to me getting started is nobody wanted to pay for anything. So I'd just give it to people for free, hoping to get some exposure. And eventually it paid off. I broke away, started my own production company. And the nice part is, is I knew how to do every part of a television show. Um, If I had to pay somebody 
I went broke the first year, you know, I didn't have the money to do that. So what I did is just did all the work, got it going. And now I'm, you know, in season 12 and it's worked out really well. But, you know, that was my dream is just to be able to hunt fish all the time, go all over, do things. And now I'm able to live that dream. It's amazing. I love that story. And I think it's super inspiring. Um, you know, who who wouldn't want that life? You know, the people that obviously that listen to this show, everybody's really passionate about the outdoors. And uh, it just sounds like uh, unattainable, like something that, you know, doesn't sound realistic, but look, you, mm-hmm. you made it happen. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, show people out there, you know, whatever your dream is, find a way. And, uh, and you can't take no for an answer because everybody gets told no so many times and you hear that. But then when it happens to you, I mean, when you get 74 out of 74 no's, you're like, boy, I don't know, maybe I made a wrong career choice here. <laughs> but, you know, you have to believe in yourself because nobody else will. And the difference I've always said with me compared to, you know, maybe anyone else, there may be better hunters out there, but there's nobody out there who's going to outwork me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I went through and, and believed in that. And, you know, it, it does show that hard work does pay off. Sometimes it takes a little longer than you want, but in the end, it, it really does pay off. Yeah, and, and especially being a female in this industry, um, to be able to make that happen is absolutely amazing. So, um, oh yeah, awesome. Yep. There's definitely challenges that come up along the way all through your career. You know, um, it never ends. There's never like a nice, easy, smooth sailing <laughs> part. Um, you kind of, uh, if you knew how hard it was, maybe sometimes you might have quit. But you always think you're right over the hump, and it's going to be really easy after that. And I guess that kind of keeps you motivated. But like anything, there's always new challenges, new things, new adaptations that you have to come up with to stay relevant and and stay a part of everything. And I think that's true for any career, really. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I was just thinking myself. So I've been fishing competitively with the Lady Bass Anglers Association, and we have our big classic. Um, We'll be behind us by the time this episode comes up, but as we're recording it, um, the classic, we leave Friday. And I've just been putting so much work into preparing and getting ready for it. And I was like, man, once this is over, it's just going to (laughs) be relaxed. And then I go look at my calendar and I'm like, Nope. <laughs> no, <laughs> that so was much. a nice thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nice while it lasted, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's it's what it's all about. It's all about living the adventure. Mm-hmm. So um how many Yeah, it definitely does not get boring. You're always doing something new, so I'm <laughs> sure you can relate. <laughs> yes, absolutely. How many episodes do you film a year? Um, it really depends. Anywhere between 20 to 26, usually. Um, my show airs on Sportsman's Channel every Sunday morning at 1130 Eastern Time, um, and it airs 52 weeks a year. So it's on year-round. People can always find me, and then it has you know maybe four or five other airings throughout the week as well. Um, but I'm always producing new content. I still edit my shows. Um, So I'm involved in every aspect of it, which I love. You know, my whole thing is why would I pay somebody else? when I can do those parts too. So mm-hmm. it, it really has been a just a wonderful journey and in, in learning so much and, and having wonderful people help me along the way. And uh, people can also see some of the, the clips or episodes on your YouTube channel as well, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes, you can go to uh, Winchester Deadly Passion um, or go to my website, melissabachman.com, and you can see all the past seasons on there as well. Perfect. I'll put a link to that in the show notes for this episode. Um, so yeah, let's jump into talking about pheasant hunting 
in uh, South Dakota. What what makes South Dakota so special for that sport? You know, I really think it's become kind of the destination spot. When people think of pheasant hunting, they think of going to South Dakota. We have the most beautiful areas, the nicest people you could ever find, and absolutely incredible pheasant hunting. I mean, people come from around the globe to come to this area to experience pheasant hunting. And, you know, it's just such a wonderful experience. And I think a big part of pheasant hunting is so many people come back year after year. And in my mind, that says a lot. You know, you've got people who this has become a tradition for them. They've come for 20 years, you know. And the big thing that I'm starting to see now is it may have been a big group of guys, but now you're seeing the wives come. You're seeing their children come because everyone realizes we need to embrace getting new people involved. And what better place to bring people than to South Dakota to do a pheasant hunt? You don't have to get up super early. It's not super super physical. It's just a perfect hunt to get people started in the outdoors. And it's a wonderful experience to do together as a family. For more than a hundred years, pheasant hunting has been a storied South Dakota tradition. Now for the next century, South Dakota is focused on expanding pheasant hunting's horizons, welcoming more sportswomen to the field, giving them a greater voice in the hunting community. That's a legacy to stand the test of time. Want a shot at free gear and an even greater adventure? Enter for a chance to win DSG outerwear gear and the hunt of a lifetime with Melissa Bachman of the Sportsman Channel. Learn more at huntthegreatestsd.com slash DSG. That's awesome. Yeah, so South Dakota is doing a, a lot of work to get more families and women involved in the sport. And um, we've been, you know, running a little campaign on the podcast to help get the word out. And uh, you've got a, a really exciting giveaway going on in conjunction with that right now. Um, you want to talk about that? Yeah, so we're doing a giveaway um, partnering with DSG Outerwear. And we are working with South Dakota Tourism, and we're going to be giving away a pheasant hunt to come hunting with me. Plus, you get this huge package of all the clothing that you're going to need, which is really pretty cool. So um, I think that's kind of a, a fun thing to be able to do. Um, the hunt will happen next year at Halverson Hunts, and it's just going to be a wonderful experience. It'll be women getting together, hunting together. And just having a blast. And, you know, it's pretty cool when you get the whole, all the gear that's needed for it, whether it's warm or cold, we'll have you covered. Nice. Yeah. So it's $5,000 worth of hunting gear that's included with this giveaway from DSG Outfitters, um, lodging, transportation, food costs, all that's included. And you have all the way until January 31st to enter. Um, so we'll put a link to that also in the show notes for this episode. And, uh, you know, I mentioned DSG and I know they're uh, one of your sponsors, you're affiliated with them. Talk a little bit about what makes their clothing so special. So I've been wearing DSG for quite a few years now. And what I love is it's a company that was started by a woman and is made for women. So what you have is things that are super functional in the field. You get to go out there. Not only is it going to keep you warm, but you also look really nice and it's made for women. So you're not buying like a guy's in a size small and like hoping it fits good enough and going out there. Um, I'm a firm believer in whatever you do. You want to look the part, right? You want to have the proper gear, not only just to feel confident and to feel comfortable, but you're also going to be more successful because if you can stay warm out there, if you can stay dry, 
you're going to enjoy the experience more. And I think there's been a huge need to have some sort of a women's line out there. And DSG has really fit that and has done an incredible job. And the nice part is they've really expanded their line. You know, when they very first started, they had some camel, um, they have snowmobile apparel, they have stuff for pheasant hunting, they have all sorts of wonderful things out there that can keep you hunting year round. And I mean, take it from me, I'm out there like well over 200 days a year wearing their stuff all the time. And if, you know, anything, they're very good about feedback, anything that maybe needs to be tweaked or whatever, they, they just do a wonderful job but um they really really have a nice setup and and again it's always nice to help support women-owned companies as well yeah absolutely and i've been really excited when i've been traveling in the midwest to see that uh they're they've gotten into fleet farm now so yes they have it's been very yeah cool. and they have a fishing line as well um and you know i love going into fleet farm and seeing that they have a whole section whether it's you know, blaze orange, whether it's pheasant gear, whether it's camel, you know, whatever it might be, they have you covered. And I, I think that's helpful to anybody who's getting started in it. I wanted to go, I had to do a golf outing and I am not a golfer, right? <laughs> I had to do this and I was kind of worried about it, thinking, what have I got myself into? It was a really big thing. The first thing I went and did is bought all golf apparel, right? If I am not going to play very well, at least I'm going to look the part. <laughs> and I think it's important for anybody's confidence you know, at least you can have what you need to go out there. Maybe you don't hunt that first time. Maybe you're going with your husband or your boyfriend or your dad or your family, but at least you're covered and then you're going to enjoy it more. And the next time, maybe you can get involved a little more each time. So I think there's just a lot of room for, for people to get out there and, and to know that there's a women's brand out there, right? Made especially for them. Yeah. I love it. Well, um, I want to circle back just a little bit on pheasant hunting because uh, every time I bring up the topic on the show, one of my favorite things to talk about is the bird dog aspect of it. Um, I, I just think it's so cool the relationship that hunters have with their with their bird dogs. And I was mm -hmm. I was going to ask, you know, who's the better bird dog? Is it pork chop or ribeye? <laughs> you know, they're both really good. One thing that I can say is, you know, I've gone on a lot of pheasant hunts. As a kid, I hunted over Springer Spaniels. They're wonderful dogs. I had a Weimerheimer as well. Um, so I've had bird dogs growing up my whole life. Now we do not have bird dogs. Pork chop is a Boston Terrier. Um, ribeye is a French bulldog. Both have very short snouts. So <laughs> they are not going to smell things really well. But as a team, they do a phenomenal job. Every year we take them out pheasant hunting and every year we get our pheasants right around the house um, that's how you know you're in a really good area. And even my dad, um, he still hunts and he has a bigger Boston Terrier and he has actually trained him to be a phenomenal pheasant dog. Oh, wow. Um, it's, it's crazy. He, every day him and I mean, my dad's retired every day they go out and they hunt together and they get their pheasants and they just have a wonderful time together. And it is such a special bond with, with dogs and, and seeing them work. And, you know, whether they're my dogs or going in the field with someone else's bird dogs, it's just amazing to see them in their excitement you know they're just shaking they're so excited to get out of there and to get out hunting and and I think that's part of the fun of pheasant hunting is watching those dogs work and and seeing how proud they are of of doing such a good job you know it's really neat to see I love it yes yeah, so it's truly a sport for the entire family even the the family dog so mm -hmm. and we bring Jax along you know he's not old enough to hunt yet 
but boy, he loves getting out there. He's only, he just turned four oh. and marching along in the field. I mean, it's never tough walking. Um, it's just a great thing to do as a family together. And, you know, again, even if you maybe don't hunt, bring, bring your whole family out and enjoy everything South Dakota has to offer. Do some pheasant hunting, see the Black Hills, go to Mount Rushmore, you know, go out to all these different places and make a fun family event out of it. I can promise um, a lot of people don't know what is what we have here. And it's just some incredible opportunities to do all at once. That's awesome. Well, you, you mentioned Jax. It's one of my favorite things now to follow you on social media and <laughs> see his adorable videos and pictures. <laughs> and, oh, he is something else, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and so I encourage anybody who's, who doesn't follow you, go on there, check it out. Um, see Jax. He's just uh, absolutely adorable. And I wanted to say a uh, shout out to the home team. Uh, go Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> so um and your instagram melissa underscore bachman um so yes. that's where people can go check that out uh any anything you want to mention anything uh exciting you got coming up i know you said you're in the middle of of filming so yeah we just got back from illinois we were um we actually didn't hunt this weekend but we went there and um, we had bought a new farm, getting everything ready. I mean, that's a big part of it, right, is doing all the prep work and hanging the stands and cutting all the lanes. A lot of times people think someone's out there doing all that for you. A lot of times it's just my husband and I. And, you know, trying to prepare and get things ready, especially when November hits. I'm usually going from one place to the next. But I'm really excited. Um, this weekend on Friday, I'll actually be at Fleet Farm. Um, they've got uh, – uh, pheasant fest coming up and it's a, a great opportunity to just meet people say hi to everyone in the store and and the season opens this weekend so i'm welcome everybody coming to south dakota and we love seeing you nice awesome do you think you'll be making it back down to nashville for the the turkey convention i hope i will be um i am pretty sure i will be i can never say for sure till it gets a little bit closer but my plans are that i will be there once again awesome well hopefully i'll uh get to run into you tried tried to see you last time but um i think your flight got delayed or something like that yes it was (laughs) there there was a lot of flight delays last year (laughs) yep yep well hopefully we won't have those issues this year um well thank you so much for taking some time out to be on the show i really enjoyed uh hearing you talk about pheasant hunting in south dakota and uh good luck with everything that you've got coming up well thank you and good luck at your tournament as well thank you 